Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. The stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Vaccine Nation. Written by Bob Ramsey. In April last year, as Donald Trump handed the pandemic over to the states to deal with and then kept Democratic ones from receiving funding for masks and ventilators and PPE, I feared this was all part of a plot to kill Democratic voters. I didn't tell anyone this because it was a ridiculous, paranoid idea. So much for self-assessment. Now the very opposite is coming true and not just in my brain. Donald Trump seems to be killing off Republican voters. Last week across America, cases of the highly transmissible Delta variant rose in 48 states and were stagnant in two. Throughout the land, new COVID cases rose by an astounding 70% in the week to more than 26,300 a day. Four states accounted for nearly half the new cases, California, Texas, Missouri, and Florida, which alone contributed one in every five new cases. All of these states, except California, are solidly Republican. States that have low vaccination rates have sky-high infection rates. Alabama, Mississippi, and Arkansas are the only states to have fully vaccinated fewer than 35% of their residents. Average daily case rates in each state were among the 10 worst in the country last week. These two are all solidly Republican. In fact, of the 10 lowest vaccinated U.S. states, nine voted for Trump last November. Dr. Howard Jarvis, an emergency medicine physician in Springfield, Missouri, told CNN on Monday that his sick patients are all unvaccinated. If they're sick enough to be admitted to the hospital, they are unvaccinated. That is the absolute common denominator amongst those patients, he said. I can see the regret on their faces. You know, we ask them because we want to know, are you vaccinated? And it's very clear that a lot of them regret not being vaccinated. I suspect regret doesn't begin to describe it. What happened, of course, is politics. But rather than people prepared to die for what they believe in, in America today, they seem ready to die for what they don't believe in. As the CDC's director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, declared after noting that 99.5% of new COVID hospitalizations were people who hadn't received a shot, this is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated. It's easy from our perch in Canada, where we surpassed America this week in the percentage of our citizens who are double vaccinated, to say, if you want to disregard science and follow that crazy ex-president of yours into the grave, go ahead. But it's not that simple. Because when you look at the results of the latest Monmouth University poll, you'll see that the correlation between Americans' vaccine status and how they viewed the 2020 presidential election is neither simple nor clear. When the poll was taken in mid-June, 34% of voters hadn't received even one jab, 
and 32% thought Biden is the illegitimate president of the United States. But, as CNN points out, that third of the electorate for both positions is not the same third. About 36% of adults who falsely think Biden won only because of fraud have, in fact, received a dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. This means only about half the adults who've been vaccinated think Biden won the election. A slightly lower 45% haven't been vaccinated or think Biden didn't win fair and square. Meanwhile, only 17% of Democrats haven't received a vaccine and only 10% of them think Biden stole the election. For Republicans, 45% haven't been vaccinated and 57% believe Biden won because of voter fraud. For the last two months, I've been checking my New York Times homepage, which charts the percentage of Americans vaccinated to that day. Today, those who'd got one jab stood at 68%. But it was at 68% a month ago, when Joe Biden pushed to get it past 70% by July 4th. It seems nothing can move this 30% off their deadly perch. Not reason, not science, not family doctors, not dying family members not perky pop stars. This has profound implications, of course. As more of America who want to get vaccinated do get vaccinated, and those who don't, don't, it's hard to see anything but a ghettoization of the entire nation. There will be safe America and unsafe America. And rather than having bad neighborhoods you don't dare go into in cities, you have them in entire states. Will you go on a holiday in Florida? Fly to a meeting in Arkansas? Take a job in Texas? More to the point, will vaccinated Americans do this? I'm betting they won't. There's lots of other places to holiday, meet, and work. It's no surprise that most of these deeply Republican, crazily non-vaccinating states are also the poorest states in America. And that, I fear, is part of the ongoing tragedy that washes over every part of the rain of America's 45th president. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to ramseyinc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com. <laughs>